I am Daniel Lukies and welcome to Book 101. Book 101 is all about the books that I read for the last 40 years. And today I have my special guest. She is the author of several books and award-winning author. No other than Miss Catherine Nichols. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome back, Miss Catherine. And can you please again introduce yourself? Yes, it, I'm Catherine Nichols. I'm in the United States in a suburb not too far from Atlanta, Georgia. I have written The Sometimes Sister and a sequel to The Sometimes Sister, The Substitute Sister, and two standalone novels, Trust Issues and The Unreliables. Uh, before we go on to the third a novel that you are uh, talking about, Trust Issues. Let's do the recap of The Sometime Sister. Yes, The Sometime Sister is about my narrator, narrator, Grace. Grace has a younger sister named Stella. She adores her younger sister. Unfortunately, as the younger sister grows up, she's a little bit spoiled and self-centered, but Grace still absolutely adores her until Stella steals Grace's fiance just a few months before the wedding and she elopes to Ecuador with her sister's fiance and something tragic happens and Grace has to go to Ecuador to try to find out the real story about what happened to her sister, what's going on, what went on in her sister's life and to deal with the fiance that ended up marrying her sister. So it's a kind of an adventure, suspense, and also a story about the importance of family. Yes, the, the sequel to The Sometime oh. Sister is The Substitute Sister. And The Substitute Sister picks up a few years after Grace has come home, after the situation with her sister has been settled. And Grace is trying to put her life back together, trying to get over her grief because her grief is especially difficult since she didn't really get a chance to resolve issues with her sister before she lost her. So Grace is doing better. And then she thinks she sees her sister, knows that that's not possible and doesn't really understand what's going on with herself and with the reality around her. There's a second narrator in The Substitute Sister, which was an interesting technique for me to uh, try out. I had not done that before and I really enjoyed it. I got to create a second viewpoint through the eyes of a sister that Grace did not know she had. And the sister realized, learns about Grace before Grace learns about her. And the sister, Natalie, kind of has to navigate some very difficult territory to introduce herself to Grace. And she discovers that Grace and Grace's young daughter are in serious danger. So we have this very dramatic situation where Natalie, who is younger, has to really step up, help her sister before her sister even knows she's there. So it's, it's a complex, but not hard to follow. The emotions are complex and the family issues are 
also, I would say, complex. Yes, indeed, people, if you are interested to listen more about the Sunshine Sister and the Substitute Sister, learn how Miss Catherine crafted the book, the struggles, and a lot more. And today, we're going to talk about your standalone novel called Trust Issues. How did you craft it? Well, Trust Issues is special to me because uh, my maternal grandmother lived with us when I was growing up. And, you know, a lot of people tell you when you're a young person, they tell you, you know, you can do whatever you set your mind to. And usually you understand that they don't necessarily believe that. But when my grandmother said it to me, I believed her. And I really feel like I gained a lot of confidence from her. So I dedicated this book to my grandmother and I created the main character or the main character kind of created herself loosely based after my grandmother. I say loosely because the character in Trust Issues is kind of wild. She was a wild girl. Grandmother, my grandmother might have been wild had she been born in a different time. As it was, she was just a great person to have in my life. So with trust issues, I have four generations of women and I explore what's going on with them. The grandmother who was at Woodstock and uh, that's where she met uh, a mysterious man at Woodstock who comes into play later in the novel. She has a daughter who is the narrator's mother and the daughter wants to know who her real father is. And the grandmother says it doesn't matter. The narrator of the book doesn't like for her mother and grandmother to be fighting. And while all that's going on, the narrator of the book, who works for a public relations firm, there's a murder that kind of stemmed from one of her special groups, her focus group, to find out about who supported this politician. So we have this murder amidst this family um, up, upheaval. And a, th- a fourth young person comes into the picture. She's the daughter of the mu- murdered woman. And all four of these generations interact to solve the murder, to bring family, and to help the main character understand who she can trust and who she should never trust. Very interesting. Miss Gathering, so trust issues. What behind the title of your novel? Well, the main character has trust issues. Involved with, well, she's engaged to be married to a man that she doesn't completely trust. It's not that she thinks he's cheating or that he's doing something horrible. She just has this feeling. She loves him, but she's not anxious to marry him. And she's always had these feelings that she needs to know what's going on. You know, she has to know everything, the truth. She isn't sure if she can trust him. And she also becomes involved in a murder that has to do with a local politician. The local politician is someone she knows she can't trust. And yet she's been hired to make him seem trustworthy. 
So we have all of these different issues with trust. Oh, and the, the narrator's mother, of course, doesn't trust her mother because the narrator's mother, grandmother won't explain who the father is. So all of these people are trying to come to terms with important issues, but they have to understand who they can trust before they can go any further with it. What are your preparation in writing this novel, Trust Issues? Because I had the grandmother start out as having been at Woodstock, I did some research into what actually happened at Woodstock uh, it was such a mess. I mean, it rained and it was so gross there and they were not prepared for that many people. And the all, the other thing that was kind of interesting that I didn't realize is there were not a lot of black people in attendance because there was another festival going on at the same time, which had all these wonderful uh, bands that were predominantly black. I didn't realize that and I didn't realize that here... Woodstock was supposed to stand for people coming together and for love and peace. And at the same time, you really didn't have equal representation there, which is something I had never thought about one way or the other. So I researched that. I also had to do some research advertising agencies and how that might affect when you have to take on a client that you don't really want to take on? How do you deal with that? So I did some research into that. But I think my main impetus for it was I just had this grandmother character who just kept kind of speaking to me, and I wanted to bring her to life. And then all of the other things that came with that had to be researched. But once I got her going, everything fell into place. Yes, indeed. So, Miss Catherine, do you have trust issues in your life? Ooh, that's a good question. I have had trust issues in the past in my life. Uh, I had good reasons to have those issues. Uh, there were some people that I put my trust in that, that let me down, but I'm sure that's happened to everybody. I feel like I don't really have trust issues now wonderful husband. I completely trust him. Some wonderful children, grandchildren. There's no reason not to trust them. Most of my close friends I trust and the people I'm not that close to, I trust as much as I need to. And <laughs> yeah, so I could identify with my protagonist's issues without actually being involved with them myself right now. But as I said, like I feel like there are people in your life that you have trusted that have some way or another broken that trust. And that's one reason I think people can identify with this book. Yes, indeed. So before we go on, Miss Catherine, I want to shout out to the people listening in Norway. Thank you so much, Norway, for supporting this podcast in Oslo County. I got 55% audience share. Baskerud at 13%, Rogaland at 6%, Viken at 6%, Moragramdal at 6%, Vestfold at 3%, Inlandet at 
uh, Westland at three percent, and last but not the least, Trendlog at three percent. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast because this podcast is created to empower writers all over the world, like Miss Catherine Nichols. So, Miss Catherine, trust issues. What is the best highlight? Oh, I think in trust issues, when we discover, well, there's two really uh, important uh, or ex- points of excitement. And one of them, we discover what's been going on with this crooked judge. And it's kind of a horrible situation. I don't want to tell you too much about it, but he's been involved in a very uh, kind of racist situation. And he's not, he's a terrible person. And the narrator and her Uh, PR firm are lucky enough or persistent enough to find out what he's really like and bring that to um, into public view. So that part, and then there's a part where the narrator's fiance he really is awful and he's very dangerous, and we discover he's at the behind some murders and some killings. So she was definitely right to have trust issues about him. And there's a very satisfying scene where she deals with him and the young girl deals with him in a a pretty, um, I guess, climactic way. And uh, after that scene, things kind of level off, but that scene kind of leaves you breathing hard because there's so much going on. Yes, and according to uh, Kay Conley, a fast-paced story with a great tension. So what are the elements that you put in the story that they're having a great, great tension? Oh, well, the family issue is definitely one because we find out very quickly that the narrator's mother has sent away DNA to find out on her own who the father is and the grandmother for reasons that gradually we learn um, does not want her to know who her dad is and is, is fearful for her to learn who he is. So there's a lot of tension there, especially because for the narrator, these are the two most important women in her life. And she hates that they're having this conflict. It's very, very difficult for her and she doesn't want it to show up anymore. She wants to be able to help and she can't help because they have to work it out. So that is definitely part of the conflict. The conflict between the reality of the fiance is and another man who shows up on the scene that we don't know whether we can trust him or not. And there's some tension in that situation as well. There, there's also tension. There's a private investigator who is checking out the judge and the other political characters and we are not sure who we can trust at all in that situation so there's tension there as well very well said miss catherine and according to l klein twisty sudden thriller so if there is a drama there's a thriller too <laughs> yes so what- So what are the elements, Ms. Catherine, that you put in the story that, wow, Southern thriller? 
Okay, that's a, that's great because I don't know. I I don't think you have to be from the South to appreciate your grandmother, but I do think that in the South we have a very distinct view of grandmothers. And of course, everybody loves their grandmother, but here we don't just love them. We love to visit them. We love to laugh at their, their funny old sayings. And at the same time, we respect them for what they know and for their wisdom. So I feel like that is, oh, and plus the grandmother says some crazy things that are totally Southern sayings. It might take people who are not from the South a minute or two to figure out what she's talking about, but it's not that hard. It's not that hard. And she's very colorful in a way that I think a lot of Southern women are. So there's nothing in it that couldn't happen in any part of the country. And for that matter, in any part of the world between someone who loves her grandmother so much, but you would recognize that, that it's set in the South because of just the way the interactions and the, you know, the grandmother is making bloody Marys and her daughter doesn't like to drink and just some, just some funny things like that, that you might not come across in other immediately in other parts of the country. So do you think in the future trust issue have a sequel or a prequel? I don't see that for trust issues. But then I didn't see that for the sometime sister either. Uh, currently, I'm working on another series that involves um, a woman a character named Lucy Howard. And the Lucy Howard series, I have one coming out in September. And I'm already working on a sequel for that. It's not so much a sequel as it is like they're episodic. Um, a, a series, I guess is the better way to say it. And so that's kind of got me tied up for a while, which doesn't mean that the characters and trust issues aren't going to come back and say, we're not done with you. <laughs> yes. Miss Catherine is not done yet. So according to Deborah M. of Page Turner, so what are the elements that you put in the story that your readers glued to it? Well, I have a, a, a simple secret in my books. I have short chapters. And at the end of each chapter, I try to include something that makes you go, oh, no, I've got to read the next chapter, which means, you know, at, at midnight, you're saying, I'm just going to read one more chapter. <laughs> and, I, and I leave. Oh, gosh, I've got to find out what happens. So I think that's the secret to a good page turner. It doesn't have to be necessarily short chapters, but the chapter needs to wrap up while making you think of something else that is gonna, you've got to find out what happens or you can't go to sleep. Oh, yes, I love that, Miss Catherine. So according to Laura Ray, Ray, great murder mystery. So there is a thriller, there's a mystery, oh, what, there's a drama, it's all complete. Right? It Ms. does. Uh, Yes, it has a little bit of all, but at the heart of the book, it's the characters I think you're going to love. You, you care about what happens to them, and all those things are whirling and twirling around them. That's important, but you keep tuned in because you want to make sure they're safe. You want to make sure 
that the grandmother and the mother are able to reconcile. You want to find out who that mother's father is and why he hadn't been in the picture, which you do find out. That's kind of another fun thing. So yes, there's lots of all those elements, but like all of my books, what's important to me is creating characters that readers can relate to. So let's talk the main character of Trust Issues. Yes, she works for, as I said, a public relations firm. She, she has a love-hate relationship with her um, job. She wants to do a good job with it, but she hates dealing with some of the clients that are so shady. You know, she doesn't like that. So I really like this character because there's so much about her that is both insecure and confident. And it, her, Claire is the, is the main character. And she is just, she's vulnerable, but she's also strong. She doesn't always recognize how strong she is, but when her strength is tested in some very scary situations, you know she is going to be okay, and she realizes she's going to be okay. And the young girl, Emily, that comes to, comes into her life, also an extremely strong person, even though she's only 15. She is trying to find out what happened to her mother, and you know she's not going to stop until she does. And Claire, of course, helps her, but Emily is a cool, strong teenage girl too. So I like the interaction between Claire and the younger character and between Claire and the older characters. She's kind of caught in the middle, but by the end of the book, it's not like being caught in the middle. It's like she's happy to be in the middle. Very well said, Miss Catherine. But before we go on, I'm inviting you to listen to my other podcast, Abstract Poetry. Uh, abstract poetry is created to empower, of course, poem that I did, and it's a captivating experience that delves into the fascinating world of abstract poetry. So please do listen, abstract poetry, wherever you listen, your podcast. Plus one more, my, my Food 101, Volume 1 Basic is all ready out so please do grab a copy and it's all about my 100 episodes of my podcast food 101 it's all the basics that you need in creating a delicious food so please do grab a copy food 101 volume one basics so miss catherine trust issues if you want to go back and revise the book itself, which part of the book you want to revise? I, I'm not sure I would revise. Well, I would add to it. I wish I had more time and I wish I had um, been able to give more background about the grandmother. I'm not sure that it was not, that I think I did the right thing by not telling enough about her or not so much about her. And, you know, that made me, just made me think, Daniel, gave me a good idea if I were to do anything more with the people in trust issues, I would add to her background. I would let, I would create something where she gets to be the main character 
when she's younger and when she's older. So that would be how I would approach that. I would, instead of adding it to this book, I would think about a book with her as the main character. Do you think Crush Issue is good for a series or a motion picture? Whew, I think, I think you'd want to do a series because I've got so several different um, plot lines going and I think it would be too much to get into an hour and a half or even two hours. I want, and I wouldn't want to rush developing the characters. I love my secondary characters. Some of them are super funny and even the, the horrible judge He's lots of fun to deal with. There's a second love interest in the book, and I would want to take plenty of time letting readers try to figure out if he's a good guy, if they can trust him. So, yeah, I would think it would need to be a series. Is it uh, easy for you to name your characters, Miss Catherine? That's funny. It actually is. Um, they just kind of come to me. I do have to be careful. I'll get caught up on a letter and everybody in my first draft will have a name that begins with C and I'll have to go back and readjust those. But for my name, main character, like it was easy for me to come up with Grace. It was easy with Stella. In this book, Claire, uh, I think of Clarity. And in the Natalie was a little bit, just she just came to me. I just love the name in The Substitute Sister. But usually they come to me pretty easily. I just have to pay attention to my secondary characters and make sure I'm, they're not all starting with the same letter. <laughs> <laughs> so what are your struggles in writing trust issues? In writing trust issues, I think it goes back to the idea of how much background material to put in about the grandmother. I do share that she married a wonderful man who became like a grandfather to Claire and Claire didn't care at all that there was an, uh, a grandfather that she didn't know. But I, I had a problem trying to figure out how to work that background in. I think I did pretty well with it by letting the grandmother tell her story in parts and then bringing in a part of that story to tell it. But that's hard. It's hard to know how much background to develop. Yes, indeed. So trust issues, you're dedicating this novel to your grandma. Yes. If she is listening right now, what is your message to her? I would just say thank you to her. Uh, thank her for giving me confidence that I really didn't realize she was doing. I didn't think about it until much later. She overcame some really difficult obstacles in her life, harder than mine, for sure. And her faith that I could do the same if I had to, somehow it came through without her actually coming out and saying it. So I would thank her. Yes, indeed. We are very grateful. <laughs> so Trust Issues is one of your novels that empowering women do. Yes. If you differentiate the substitute sister and the sometimes sister, in what way trust issues empowering women? Uh, 
trust issues is almost more about empowering women through not just recognition in their family, but empowering women through their, their career. Because what Claire does is difficult and it matters. It matters a lot. But she kind of has to struggle to make sure it matters in the right way. And so she has to learn that what she has to say and how she says it ha are deserve to be heard. And she has to kind of step up sometimes and make sure people are listening to her. And so I think a lot of times that women, particularly women in the workforce, they, they might have to talk louder. They might have to repeat more. They might have to say, excuse me, I was talking. And Claire kind of learns how to do that in a way that is not unpleasant and in a way that I think, I feel like younger women could learn from. Oh, yes, people. Very well said, Miss Catherine. So please invite our listeners to buy all your books. Oh, I hope they do. I personally love independent bookstores. And if you have a favorite independent bookstore, they can order any of my books by title. I'm with the publishing company Black Rose Writing, so they can order them that way. Of course, they can buy them on Amazon. They're available on Kindle. The Sometimes Sister is available on audiobook. So you can pretty much order or buy them anywhere you get your your books leading online bookstores worldwide yes. right trust issues people let's support me's catherine nichols because this book is empowering women so let's empower women all over the world so miss catherine thank you for your time thank you daniel and you're doing so much it made me tired hearing about it but uh <laughs> Keep going. I know you will. Thank you. Yes, because this podcast is created for you, Miss Nicole. So we want more books, books, books. Bodycon people, see you soon.